during the second Sunday of Advent for the second week. As you saw at the beginning, we lit the second candle of Advent. Do you remember what the first candle of Advent, the theme, was? It was like seven days ago. It's a long time. Hope, the promise fulfilled. The challenge I gave last week for hope then, and this promise fulfilled, was to get rid of one of our worries or fears. So did you think about a worry that you have or a fear that you have? And were you able to give it to God last week? The second candle that we lit today, the theme is faith. So when we think then about our worries and fears, I was reflecting on this last week because I don't like to give you homework unless I'm going to do it myself, right? That's what a good teacher should do, good parent should do. They shouldn't ask anything of of anyone else if they're not going to do it for themselves. So I was reflecting, well, what are my fears? What are my worries? And the first thing that came to mind is, I'm afraid of bees, so I would not be a good honey farmer. But, okay, that's just silly, but on on a serious note, one of my fears is saying something or doing something that would make somebody want to leave uh, their faith in God or leave the church. A fear of saying something that would turn them away from God. So I was reflecting on that, and I gave that fear to God, and it made me think that that's a silly fear, because it's got your faith has to have nothing to do with me. It has to be between you and God. And if you're still going to believe in God and go to church, it's all on you. I'm just some other guy. And so I gave that fear to God, and it gives us peace. So the second week of Advent, we reflect on our faith then. And you know what the biggest barrier to faith, to believing in God is these days? Is fear and worries. So courage then is the mark of a strong faith. So there's a story that I heard. It's just a story. But there's this guy that comes into the church and he's got a gun. So he says to everybody, he says, anybody who says they believe in Jesus Christ, I'm going to use this gun. I'm going to shoot you. And so everybody runs in fear, except there's a few people in the front row that stay and the priest stays and the gunman says, I've got, Father, you can start Mass now. I've got rid of all the hypocrites. Kind of a, a, a you know, scary story in a sense. But isn't that what our faith should be about? That if we truly believe that heaven was such a great place, a place of peace and love and joy, shouldn't we have courage then to stay in the midst of that? What fears then keep us from sharing our faith with others? Faith then is not just believing in God, because anyone can believe in God. It's easy to believe in God. You don't even have to go to church to believe in God. You can believe in a God that has nothing to do with your life. You can believe that God exists, but you don't pray or change your life. John the Baptist, though, today, proclaimed and believed in a God 
who changes our life. And he pointed out this Jesus uh, as a voice calling out in the wilderness. In other words, a voice calling out about God in the wilderness in a place where God was not. John the Baptist John the Baptist called us then to change ourselves, this baptism of repentance, and change the environment in which we live so that God can be noticed more. It says he wants to prepare the way to God to make the valleys high and the mountains low, to change around so that we can see God all the time in everything we do. So this is what it means to grow then in our faith. Two simple ways to grow in our faith this Advent. One is in our lives, and two is in the words that we use. Our lives, then, should point towards Christ like John the Baptist. One example of how you can do that, gifts. Everyone buys gifts. You don't even have to be Christian to buy Christmas gifts. It seems everybody gives and exchanges gifts. So... As Christians, how are we doing anything different than anybody else? Are the gifts we share teaching us to love each other? Or do they just teach us that the more we have, the happier we can pretend we are? Number two, our words. Our words should point out where Christ is working in our lives and in the lives of others. An example of this, when someone says, maybe over the holiday season, over Christmas, over your time with family, if someone says, well, I don't go to church because God is never there for me in my life, maybe you could point out ways that God has been there for them in their life. Our words, then, during Advent, during Christmas, all the time, should be words of faith, joy, hope, and love. So our challenge this week then, talk to one person about how God has changed your life. And trust me, this is a courageous challenge.